Hey guys, what is up? Big Drewski here. You're listening to the Little Tangerine Show. Technically, this might be considered a mini-sode if it's uh, if you're listening to this intro. So, uh, I want to say thank you to all the new likes, all the new subscribes, follows, shares. You guys are killing it. Uh, our numbers are through the roof, and that's all because of you guys. Uh, if you hadn't already, click like, click subscribe. There's a su- surprising number of you guys that listen constantly but have not subscribed yet. All that does is just, you know, give you notification. Casper's not going to show up at your doorstep with a, you know, bouquet of flowers and, you know, trying to to, to start something, you know, long-term with you guys or nothing like that. Nothing crazy, okay? It's just literally you'll get a notification every time I do a podcast. If you haven't already, check out www.bigdrewski.com. That's the new website. Um, there's different tabs. Uh, you got the sports collections if you click on the little picture on the top, it's basically just me selling off my sports collections to make room for more vol stuff. Uh, there's a freebies tab. Um, basically, anytime I come across a good deal or promotion or whatever, I want to let you guys know about it. Like right now, Klarna is giving away $10 off your first purchase. If you don't know what Klarna is, it's kind of like having a credit card without having a credit card. The only time it hurts your score is if you do not make a payment or you're late on a payment. But what they do, they front you the money for your purchase at a major retail store like Walmart, Bass Pro Shop, Target, eBay. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Like if there's a major retailer that you can think of, it's probably on there. But they will front you the money for it. And then what they'll do is you'll pay, you know, you basically split it up into four payments. You pay 25% of the purchase up front. And then you'll wait a week, pay another 25%, wait a week, and then so on and so forth. Splits that payment up over four payments every other week. Makes it a little easier to pay off. And the best part is it don't even accrue interest. All you got to do is pay it off in time. I use it all the time. It's been an absolute game changer. If you got a big game coming up and you want to get some new merch from your favorite team or whatever, it's awesome. Also, make sure you check out the Depot Print House. That's my favorite local print shop. They've got all the goodies, baby. All kinds of of custom design ball stuff. They've got, you know, and I mean, to be honest with you, if you got a project, uh, if you've got a family reunion, church get together, you know, whatever. If you got an event coming up and you need some merchandise designed and produced, they got the hookup for you. Check out the Depot Print House over there off West Emory Road in Powell, Tennessee. I love it. Love their shop. Love what they do. And you can support local businesses, so it's all good. So, all the intros out of the way, baby. Let's go ahead and get on into the show. Go Balls! Hey guys, what is up? Big Drewski here. You're listening to the... Little Tangerine Show. Welcome, welcome. Hope you guys are having an awesome, awesome start of the week. It is Monday, at least when I'm recording this. I don't know if it'll be Monday when I post this or not, but welcome, welcome. You guys have been killing it on the likes, the shares, the tweets and retweets and all just all of it. You guys have been killing it, and I greatly appreciate it. Um, I do want to, you know... If you've noticed a a slight change in your scheduled programming, I do want to uh, apologize in advance. Um, 
usually I'm posting the newest quote unquote full episode today. Um, today is technically going to be a full episode, but it's it's going to be kind of an unofficial catch up. So what I've decided to do is basically turn my my lives on Saturday nights into a podcast recording and then just edit it down to, you know, where it somewhat makes some sense to other people. Um, there's a lot of editing, a lot, a lot of editing. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, but me and Casper sat down. We were doing the, the, the lobby and... Uh, you know, he basically told me, like, dude, I got till 11 tonight, then you're solo dolo after that. And I was like, ah, yeah, that's cool, you know, I understand. Um, then he had a bit of a family emergency pop up that he had to take care of, and so he had to bounce before we ever got started. And so what I decided to do was I decided to just basically hang out with the peeps like old school. We played a little NCAA football 14, um, talked a little smack. Um uh, there was a lot of Kentucky fans on there, which I found hilarious. Uh, I guess they were trying to, like, trash talk because uh, the Vols lost, which we'll get into that. But uh, I tell you, I didn't realize that, that there was that many, like, butthurt Kentucky fans floating around out there. Um, like, apparently the Tennessee Vols is, like, their biggest rival or something. Like, I I really had no clue. Um I think that they, in their minds, have put, like, the Tennessee versus Kentucky game on a pedestal or whatever. Um, like, don't get me wrong. It's pretty cool when Tennessee beats Kentucky in in basketball. But at the end of the day, us Vols fans are like, dude, it's basketball. Like, so, like, I hopped on there, and there's all these people like, oh, yeah, we swept you. Ha-ha, we beat you. The balls went down. Which, by the way, if you didn't know, the balls lost to Kentucky. Um in the ballsiest balls way possible. I mean, you know, beat the number one team in the land and then turn around and lose to Kentucky, who's unranked. But, uh, like, I was telling people online, I'm like, dude, Kentucky's still Kentucky. Like, it's still basketball, you know. I mean, it's like if, it's like losing to unranked Duke. It's like at the end of the day, it's still Duke. Or if, you know, North Carolina's unranked, it's like, okay, it's still Duke, you know. If you beat Marquette in basketball, that's, you know, somewhat of an accomplishment. If you beat them in football, nobody cares, right? So I had all these Kentucky fans uh, on there like, ha, 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 I guess guess they thought that I would be upset or something. I'm like, I mean, dude, like, okay, cool, you beat us in basketball. Like, I know we're ranked and all that, but, like, you're still Kentucky, and it was still a, a home game for you guys. Like, I didn't think we were going to go in and win that, especially after we'd already lost before. Like, okay, well, if we can't beat them in Thompson Bowling Arena, probably not going to beat them in Rupp Arena, right? So, like, I didn't even put any money on it. I was like, I'm not even going to bet on that. I'm not going to touch it. Not going to touch it. Yeah, all these Kentucky people. And it's always – it's funny, too, because, like, these Kentucky people, they'll come in, talk a little smack, and then dip out before, like, you have a chance to even respond. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I'll be honest with you. I've, I've lived, you know, lived 32 years of my life not realizing that, like, apparently Tennessee is, like, Kentucky's biggest basketball rival or something. At least that's how they're acting. It's like, okay, like, 
and they're like, you know, Kentucky owns you. We're your daddy. We're your big brother. Calipari's your daddy. Big O's your daddy. Which I'm like, we have a big O too. So at first I was like, I mean, what do you mean? Like he plays for us? And then they're like, no, he owned Plachich. And I'm like, you know, Plachich played for like 12 minutes or something, something, right? Like, I mean, I guess I could look it up, but, um, but yeah, they're talking all this smack. And I'm like, I mean, hey, that's, I'm glad you guys won and all. Like, that's, apparently it was a big deal for you. So, like, you know, congrats. Um, and at one point, I'm like, all y'all on here talking smack, you know, make sure you come back for football season. <laughs> like, Make sure you come back during football season. That's all I got to say. But yeah, no, Kentucky owns you. Kentucky's your daddy. Like, y'all got some weird family issues, you know, some deep-seated, you know, inbred issues going on that I just don't even want to touch on, man. But uh, yeah, it was, there was a lot that happened this weekend. Um, Both Vols and just general sports-related. Uh, Tennessee Vols, they did lose to Kentucky at Kentucky. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Let me let me start with the Daytona 500 because I already got it pulled up. Daytona 500 was last night. I am attempting to be a racing fan again, trying to get back into it. It's hard because NASCAR nowadays just honestly kind of sucks. Um, I miss the days where they just started the race you ran it and then the race eventually ended i don't like the stages and all the corporatisms and the yeah it's just i don't know it just kind of sucks now honestly um and that's just my unfiltered opinion but i'm trying to get into it um but the daytona 500 was also last night stenhouse jr took away the dub on just a little bit of a wild finish um you know, it was relatively boring up until like the light, pretty much coming into the last stage. And then you had, you know, a bunch of spin outs and all the stuff. There's a wreck that took out like half the field. Um, I think that was either before or maybe like coming into overtime, which apparently they have overtime now. I didn't know that. Again, I've not watched racing in probably, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, but. Coming into overtime, I think that there was a wreck in the first. I, you, you have to listen to my buddy Casper's podcast, the Caution Flag Contemplations. He uh, he he's the the NASCAR dude. I'm sure he's got a play by play breakdown, and you know, two or three different angles from you know the driver and the team owner and the you know whatever. Um, he's probably got the full breakdown. So if you want an actual breakdown, go listen to his podcast. But basically, there was you know. A whole bunch of nothing, and then some spin outs and some wrecks, and there's a wreck that took out like half the field either coming in over. It was either right before overtime or during overtime, or I don't know. Um, then Kyle Larson, who was one of my picks, uh, by the way, Kyle Larson came in. He was in second place, looking halfway decent there at the end in overtime, and then Basically, someone bumped Travis Pastrana. I don't remember who that someone was, but someone bumped Travis Pastrana. Travis Pastrana got a little crooked and clipped Kyle. 
and then basically spun Kyle and put him into the wall. And then like, you know, the rest of whatever pack was left essentially got taken out. And so Stenhouse Jr. ended up taking the dub. Um, it's weird though. I guess. Sorry, I had a little half yawn going on there. I guess, um, you know, he had crossed some line or some point in overtime, and it was far enough to be able to say that he was dubbed the winner or something. Again, I don't, I don't know. I like I said, I forgot about it up until about five o'clock, and I, and they were just now almost done with the middle stage, stage two or stage three, whichever. One. I think it was stage two. It's like, oh, hey, cool. All right, cool. Um, but you know, I, I hit up the bu- the buddies, and they basically said, "Hey, yeah, nothing really happened." But I think the majority of the wrecks that happened, I seen, and I didn't come in until later, so I, it must have been somewhat unpredictable. Um, so NASCAR, if you're listening, do better. Just do better, because I'm telling you, I you know, I used to love NASCAR back in the day. And it's just got to where it's so corporate and so just, I don't, I don't understand all the stages and stuff. Like I was watching stage two or whichever one with the middle one and like five, four or five of my seven picks was like leading. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe I halfway know what I'm doing here. All right. Awesome. Um, and I think it was Chast. I think Chastain won the second heat. He was one of my picks. Almondinger was one of my sleepers. I think he was in there somewhere. I mean, it was just, you know, <clears throat> I had several of my guys was up there. Now, I will say Austin Dillon was my other pick, and he got wrecked out. Him and Kyle Bush got tangled up or whatever, and, you know, some crazy stuff happened there. But, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. But um, shout-out to Stenhouse Jr. That's awesome. Um, so NASCAR breakdown out of the way. Now we're going to get back into the Tennessee Vols stuff. Um, so the Tennessee Vols played, again, they played Kentucky over the weekend in basketball, um, which apparently was like the highlight of Kentucky's year, I guess, sweeping us. Like I, They really thought it was a big deal. And I keep telling people, like, dude, listen, yeah, I mean – we're good at basketball now, but we're not a basketball school, or at least not yet. Um, as a whole, you know, the Tennessee fan base just doesn't really care that much about it, just to be honest with you. But Kentucky beat Tennessee. Shout out to them, 66-54. Uh, to 54. Kentucky is 18-9. and nine. The Vols are 20-7. and seven. I would imagine Kentucky may end up being ranked. I, I, I don't know. We'll see what shakes loose from that. Um, and I'm just going to do a quick rundown on this one because we got some other stuff to cover. But uh, Kamwa, six points, four rebounds, 23 minutes. Adu, four points, seven rebounds. So, you know, pretty pretty on par with what they usually do. Vescovi. Uh, Vescovi! <laughs> Vescovi. Uh, he... Uh, he was heating it up pretty good there at the end. Uh, whenever Plotchich came in, they were like, I, I don't remember the exact score, but I want to say it was like 45 and 31 or something when Plotchich came in. They were getting whooped up on in the first half. Second, I think it was second half. Um, Ziegler had four fouls. 
which, you know, at that point you're in foul trouble. So they brought him out and then I think somebody else got in foul trouble or something. Um, but when they put Plotchich in, by God, we started making a run, son. At one point they got it to within eight, uh, they got it to within eight. I do I do know that. But, uh, yeah, Vescovy, <clears throat> 14 points, three assists. Mayshack, uh, he actually had a pretty good game. He, he actually was putting up some points on the floor, but he, the intensity he brought. I'm telling you, I, to be honest with you, <clears throat> I think I'm to the point. I think you go Ziegler, Vescovy, Mayshack, um, and then Awaka. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I would, I would put Kamwa at the four actually, and then either Adu or Plachich. Uh, I think that's the lineup coming into March Madness. That's just my, my opinion. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with George, Josiah Jordan James. If, if Josiah Jordan James comes back, um, I think you can probably put him in at the small forward position, but honestly, I just think what Mayshack brings to the floor, I think. I actually like him better in a starting role, so I'm not sure if he's listening. But shout out, you got Big Drewski's props, baby. I like a walk a lot. I just think in the bigger scheme of things, I think Kamwa probably – I think he brings a little bit more to the floor on the offensive side. But I also like bringing in Plachich and Awaka. Just, I mean, you talk about – imagine – your starter's coming out and your bench coming in, and then you got to run straight into Plotchich and a walk. A walk is like Dennis Rodman, you know, reincarnated or something, diving all over the place for loose balls and stuff. And Plotchich is just plain nasty. He's a DAWG under the post, son. Uh, he's just under there, just, I mean, I mean, I, I would not want to be a backup or a starter and come in and have to deal with those two when I'm already tired. Just saying, um, by the way, I swear somebody in the Tennessee basketball, um, you know, in that little, um, you know, community there, that little, uh, whatever you want to call it, either. I swear, I think somebody from the team or somebody from the organization or something's listening. Because I swear, I say I say things and then they happen. So if that's if that's the case, like freaking love you guys. First off, but second off, like just keep keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I I do love basketball now. But I, I just I've I, basketball is arguably my favorite sport. It was my favorite sport to play growing up when I was back in shape. Um, and it's still one of my favorite sports to watch. It's just Tennessee has not historically been a basketball school, so it's been a love-hate type relationship. But I just love basketball, man. I do. Ziegler, eight points, uh, three assists. Again, he was in some foul trouble. Um, played 23 minutes, but they were 23 softish minutes, if you want to call them that. Again, you know, once you get in foul trouble, you just you can't play – you know, you can't play intense D when you're in foul trouble. Key, one point, two assists in 23 minutes. He had an off night. Uh, that was also probably part of the reason why we didn't do too great. Plachic, 18 minutes, two points, three boards. Uh, I feel like he got to the foul line a little bit as well. But Google's very limited on what they show me. Awaka. 
Zero points, six boards. If that's not a stat line that you love to see, just out there doing the dirty work, man. 16 minutes, and then B.J. Edwards, two minutes. Uh, he got in there for a little bit, you know, with the, the injury situation that we had. But, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, <clears throat> low-scoring, hard-fought game. I mean, again, I think Tennessee's biggest problem, as I've been saying, Viscovi and Ziegler can put up points, but they can't when they're smothered in D or, you know, whatever. Like, we need someone else, I think, preferably six foot six or taller that can that can get some points. Meshack and Key, uh, both of them, and, you know, Kamwa, um, those three have, have played the, the third, you know, scoring option at, well at times. It's just we just don't have a consistency, but maybe the consistency is, hey, dude, points going to have to come from one of y'all, okay? Um, but also over the weekend, Tennessee Vols baseball came back. We did what we always do, baby. Number two in the country, starting off with two straight L's. Lot. <laughs> Lost Arizona, then turned around and lost to Grand Canyon University. Now, if you have no clue who that is, don't worry, because, like, nobody else does either. My favorite comment over the weekend on the lives was, No, we lost to an internet school! (laughs) It's funny, but it's true. Oh, um, you know, obviously, um, Big, you know, big Orange Nation. I think we look at uh, that number two spot, and we're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna run the table." <laughs> like, first off, you know, it was first two, you know, games of the season. It was an invitational, two teams that you know we've not ever played. Uh, somebody did tell me that uh, apparently, like Grand Canyon University has like one of the top shortstop prospects in the nation so you know that made me feel a little bit better but you know we did turn back around though um and we got the third win or the third game we won so we are one and two right now so i I don't know how far we'll fall on that that number two spot but you know college baseball much like real baseball they play a lot of games dude uh So, you know, football, I guess, is really kind of the only sport where you have to go undefeated. You know, baseball and basketball, honestly, like, you know, you don't really have to, like, you don't have to win every game. You just need to make it into the playoffs, and then at that point, it's anybody's ball game. But, uh, you know, congrats to Arizona, and congrats to Grand Canyon University. Uh I think, and I, I'm thinking back here, but I think we lost to Arizona three to one, I believe, maybe three to two. I don't remember exactly. Uh, I did watch that game, but I was I was doing graphic design when that game was on, so I wasn't watching it like super heavily. I was doing graphic design for a customer, but um, now. The Grand Canyon University, we lost that one four to three. <clears throat> and we kind of made a little run there for a minute. We made it look like we was about to start doing something. And then they just kind of slowly come back and chipped into it. It just is what it is. But, um, yeah, I will have uh, – he's probably out there listening. Um, a buddy of mine, he's like a baseball fanatic. Uh, 
and he's also a Tennessee Vols fanatic, so he's he's kind of my my baseball guy. And I've told him this; he knows this. He said he's looking forward to it. So, um, but uh, I'm going to bring him on, and he'll eventually he'll be my you know my baseball guy that I'll click it to from time to time. Um, but he can probably give you better, far better breakdown than I can because, as you guys know, this is really the first year where I went gung ho with falling. You know, ten, I mean, this this is the first year that I've ever been sitting there at nine thirty at night, sitting there watching the Tennessee Vols baseball game. You know, so uh, yeah. But all in all, like I said, pretty eventful weekend. Um, you know, we had a lot of stuff. You know, a lot of stuff happened, a lot of stuff go on. Um, the XFL is back as well. Uh, you know, so uh, I actually got to sit down and watch the XFL a little bit, uh, which was weird. I'm still kind of learning the, the rules a little bit. Um, but, I mean, there's some weird stuff, like, really different. First off, if there's a challenge flag thrown, they were actually letting us listen in on the dude that was analyzing the footage and the conversation between him and the ref and whatever. Like you're getting that in real time. Um, another thing that I thought was pretty cool was you got to listen to the coach and the player. Uh, you basically were listening to the coach and the quarterback calling the plays, which I thought was pretty cool. Now in the NFL, that would never work. Because all they would have to do is sit there and listen to what the quarterback said, then like radio it in or whatever. And now they would pretend like that's not what they do, but we all know that like that that's exactly what they would do. Um, but it's, it was still pretty cool to watch. The rule changes were different. Like at one point they threw a challenge flag, um, and the challenge flag was for um, I guess that a holding call either should not have been called or a holding call should have been called it was some type of penalty and they threw the challenge flag or they threw the challenge flag to say hey you missed this penalty that was a hold or that was a pass interference and you didn't call it and they threw it it, it was crazy um so for those of you now i've watched you know the, the first time around I watched XFL and I watched a little arena league football and stuff back in the day. I, I, I'm not an expert on it by any means, but I feel like I'm, I, I might know slightly more than other people. But um, one thing I want to throw out though, guys is, you know, listen, first off, yes. Um, the USFL, the XFL, all these league leagues are gimmicky. Okay. They're gimmicky. They're going to do things to get your attention. They have to kind of go above and beyond to try to even remotely compete with the NFL. That's why they still, um, you know, that's why they do it in the NFL's offseason because they know they can't compete with the NFL. But, um, you know, is it gimmicky? Yes. Is it worth a watch? 100%. Yes. Especially if you just like football. Um now, I've not watched the USFL. I don't think the USFL is back yet. Uh, I think they actually don't start for a few more weeks. But uh, but it's, it's worth a watch, man. And I'll be honest with you, there's a, quite a few Tennessee Vols players that were uh, on the rosters there. Um, some guys that you know quit. 
a few that couldn't quite cut it in the NFL or, you know, they're good, but just kept getting hurt or couldn't find a spot, you know, whatever. So I think this is actually great for the NFL because, you know, it's going to actually get some other guys some playing time and some attention. And I think, you know, you're going to be able to kind of see what guys have. So eventually they'll be filtering in the NFL and stuff. And uh, it's just, you know, it, I enjoyed watching it. It was different, a um, little gimmicky, but not in a bad way. Uh, <clears throat> but I would 100% recommend if you've not checked out the XFL or, you know, the, like I said, the USF, the USFLs hasn't started yet. But I would 100%, you know, tell you to check it out because it actually is pretty fun. The rules are a little different. There's some things that you got to kind of, you know, it's not the same as college football or NFL. Um, but dude, it's so entertaining. I mean, it's so entertaining. Like I would a hundred percent recommend you check it out and I'm not being paid a sponsorship or anything by the rock. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. So, uh, but yeah, so this episode again was just kind of a little bit of a, you know, I, I wanted to let y'all know, I didn't forget about you. I didn't want to leave you hanging. I wanted to go ahead and throw something out there to let you guys know, a, what happened, because some of you guys actually listened to, to this to get a little little uh, caught up on the uh, on the action there, uh, which, I again, I, I greatly appreciate anything uh, that you guys offer or whatever. Anything, anytime y'all hit me up for any reason, I'm on board for. But, um, but yeah, so Tennessee baseball, again, starts off one and two. The Vols fall to Kentucky. They will most likely fall in the ranks today. So if you wake up uh, for some reason, you know, you didn't catch the game or whatever. I know they're kind of hard to catch. I got to make a point to catch up with all of them. But, um, yeah, if you're, you know, like I said, if you're, you know, we're sleeping under a rock, that's what happens. So the Vols will probably fall in the rankings. To be honest with you, I think it's better that we come into the tournament um, an underdog because I don't, we obviously can't, we can't bring it when we know everybody's going to be gunning it for us. I think it's part of it. Uh, for some reason we, we're not ready when we play these people. It seems like anyways, the balls have become a team that everybody guns it for. Like they are, they're going to bring it, bring everything that they have every single time because the balls are good now. And so we need to know that coming into every game, we need to treat it like we're going up against number one or number two or, you know, the best team in the land. We always bring it when we're playing a good team. It's the teams that we know we should beat where we kind of slack off and get beat at. And so, um, yeah, but I love you guys. I appreciate all the love and support. I truly do. Um, Make sure you check out the website, www.bigdrewski.com. I actually have some things in my car right now because um, I've some people have bought some stuff from me from, you know, from my sports collection that I'm slowly selling off. I got a William the Fridge Perry autographed football, and uh, I've got uh, some couple sports cards, you know, just basic sports cards that somebody bought. So, you know, if you're a sports collector, uh, check it out because I'm slowly selling off my collection. I will be constantly having new things added because I have so much stuff to get rid of. And it's not that it's bad stuff. It's just I'm trying to make room for more Tennessee Vols stuff. Uh, I just am at that point where, you know, I don't need a bunch of Deion Sanders rookie cards. And I don't need, you know, some of the stuff that I have. Um, 
you know, some of the stuff that I've collected along the way that I thought, you know, I was going to just hang on to forever. I realized like, man, I really just want to make more room for Vol stuff or just players that I like, you know, um, like Joe Burrow, even though he's not a Vol, I just like watching that dude play. So, um, if you, if you want to trade or whatever, I'm open to it. So, but until next time, shout out to Ed's Corner if you're listening. Shout out to Hated Balls fan if you're listening. Shout out to Connor, uh, Band Moms Rock, um, to everybody that I know that's out there listening. I'm sure I just forgot a bunch, but I appreciate you guys more than you guys know. And um, that's reciprocated, man. Like I, I, I look forward to getting on and talking to all you guys every week. But until next time, this is Big Drewski, baby, and I'm out. Peace.